Hello, and welcome to another one of Hanging Out with Your Favorite Farm here at Grappling Gardens. Um, I'm your host, John Getz, and this is episode number five. So today we're going to talk about our... Actually, we're going to go into a little bit more education today. So it's not so much that we're going into this whole um, just about our farm only all the time. We are actually going to go into a little bit more of this education um, and a couple of the items that we have done and we've figured out how to do. And obviously, like, there's a lot of people who are starting out their businesses who might be listening to this. And I don't want to hoard information that, like, we've acquired over time. You know, it's like it's one of those things where it's really hard to um, get into farming and, and get the knowledge that you need. So I wanted to give the opportunity where at least, like, we have some knowledge that can be passed along and to go from there. But one of the things that like I would say that we ended up doing. So one thing I would say is like, if you're starting out, you need to trial out obviously your crops. So like we trialed out garlic, we trialed out pumpkins, we we trialed everything out on a small scale and it really could tell like what would go, what went well, what didn't go well um, and what we could grow well. You know, that's something that's a big deal. Um, with trialing. But again, like that's a huge thing before you even start trial things out. But, but I think the biggest help for us was, is that I was in college. So obviously, you know what that means is that there's not, you know, you're not making a ton of money. You don't have like a ton of resources. Well, you have a ton of resources for education, but you don't have a ton of like financial resources because you're in college, you're um, working on increasing your education, but obviously you're taking time away from like working to increase your education. Well, one thing that really helped us and to get us to where we are now is there are quite a few companies that offer agricultural lines of credit. It's basically like a credit card and it helps you um, get to a point where like you can, you have the ability with farming to like, actually like have money the entire time versus you know what happens is most of the time when do we buy seeds we're already talking about buying seeds so we already bought our pumpkin seeds it is december we have already bought our pumpkin seeds granted we might buy a few more but like in the grand scheme of everything we probably have 90 percent of the seeds that we need so like in reality there's not um a lot of like seeds specifically that we need more. Um, our rent will be due at the beginning of the year. Like there's just a lot of items that are early. You know, it's it, it's a it's a early expense, late reward type um, item. It, you know, it just is really hard to like make a farm work at a large scale unless you have a ton of money. You're sitting on a lot of capital, or you have these types of lines of credit. So our line of credit is through Compere Financial. They're specific for farm businesses. So like there's a lot of companies that are specific for farm businesses and that like helps a lot to make sure that like you have um, the right resources. A lot of them will have knowledge on farming or they like farm part-time. Um, but it's one of those things where like it really had helped us because we do have people then that it's a resource on top of also it's nice because we have a like basically a giant credit card that we can take all of our expenses early on and then put it on that and then pay it back later on. Obviously, if you have the capital, don't do it. 
But it's one of those things where like, if you're looking for, you know, if you're not sitting on 20, 30, $40,000 and you need to like start your farm business and you need, you know, that much money right off the bat, or you can't part with that much money right away, you need to like, you know, this is a resource where you can, where you can find some of that capital. Obviously, like you have to have a sound business. You have to show some stuff. Obviously, every year you got to show your taxes and everything like that. But it's something that we've done. And it's really helped us a ton. Sorry, I got to drink a little bit of coffee. It's early in the morning. <laughs> um, but that being said, like it, it really helped us get to where we are because without it, I, I would feel like it's it chokes you out because you don't have... Uh, you know, you want to pay yourself, you want to pay everybody, you want to pay, you know, you want to get all the materials and everything like that. But if you need the materials to make the product, it's really hard to like, oh, I can't like for one year, I basically can't pay anything or can't pay anybody or myself because I need to make enough money, you know, or I need to mark margins up super high. You know, you're producing things. So you need to invest to produce. But if you like basically are like, only making, you know, like by the time you pay yourself and pay everything like that, you know, that's kind of how this line of credit really helps people. Now, obviously, if you have a part, if it's a part-time thing for a while, great, you can build that nest egg really easily, really fast. But it's really hard to do that without like any ability to like, you know, if, if you're really passionate about this, that's like, this is a great way to do it. And my, my plan is to get one of my, um, one of my buddies from college is a person or what is a finance officer at, um, comp here. So I will have him on at some point on this podcast, but it's just something to get your wheels turning on just thinking outside the box. It's not like you're stuck in the financial situation you're in and it's not like you're, um, there aren't resources there. I'm saying it's not like there aren't resources for farmers to actually start up businesses and do that stuff. I know everybody com- like comments about how farmers are, you know, there's no money in farming and you can't do this and you can't do that. Yeah. The margins are thin, but at the same time, like there are opportunities like this that I don't think everybody seeks out that they really should look into because it's much easier to, you know, get this resource. And even if you have a small line of credit with them, it like you have people who are knowledgeable, you have, you know, a company that literally is based off of farming and stuff like that. So if you're in Wisconsin, check them out, not an ad for them, but I'm just saying that there are other companies that are like that, that will help you in your endeavors. But that's one big thing that like, obviously after you trial everything and you figure it out, it's going to take a little bit of time to build your business, but you also need capital to build your business. They also provide, like, if you need it, you can also take out a loan for building structures and everything like that. And I understand, I'm sure a lot of you already understand how that all, that you can do that, that you can take out loans, that you can do all that stuff. But, like, one thing to really note and and to, like, contemplate is that how much is the value of money now versus the value of money later? So like in your business, are you saying that you're at the size you want to be right now? For me, no way. But that means like that my value of money right now is way higher than my value of money later. So what that means to me is that I would be willing to take out a bigger loan 
in pay month to month for the next 10 years. Well, so this would be a loan versus the line of credit. The line of credit recycles every year and you would pay it back every single year like a credit card, but it's just a one-time, not a monthly thing. It's an end of the year thing. What I'm saying is like for a loan, why wouldn't you take out a bigger loan and maybe pay 500, 600, 1,000 bucks a month for 10 years on a loan for equipment or for whatever you need for buildings, et cetera. You know, maybe it's even more than that. Maybe it's five, you know, maybe it's, you know, 5,000 a month, but it's like, it's a lot now, but like if you had, let's just say you had $30,000 to build a pole shed right now. Well, if you spend 30 grand right now, that's great, but then you have $0 or you could take out this, you know, investment here, take out a loan for 30 grand and pay whatever it is. It might be whatever, six, seven, six or 700 bucks a month, maybe 800 bucks a month to repay for this shed. And I understand that like, yeah, that's a lot. That's a big payment every month, but like your business should be making money at some point. And is that, you know, 20 or $30,000 that you have, is that worth it right now to spend on that shed and then have no money and hope that you can get money or use that to get a loan, which then allows you to have basically $60,000. You know, if you get, you've got $30,000, you get a $30,000 loan, you have 60 grand then to spend towards your business. I'm not saying you need to spend the whole thing, but like you have more money, more financial opportunity to make your business go. And that's like a huge thing about like this whole, you know, comp here in these agricultural companies is that they want you to, to grow. They want you to, you know, build, they want you to get, um, they want you to make revenue. So like their goal is like, okay, well, great. Like we can get you a loan for this if you need this, you know, item. And also like some of these places like comp here do like different types of loans for land. So let's just say you're in college and you have no land. Well, if you're doing an agricultural thing, you can also get a chunk of land for a very low amount of money, which is because it's government subsidized. I believe like the interest rate is subsidized. So like, I believe if you get, and obviously we'll have to talk to the, you know, um, the experts on this, but what I recall from the last time I talked with them was, is that it's like one and a half percent interest rate on half of the property. Um, as long as you put, I think 5% down. And if you put 0% down, it's like two and a half percent on half the property. And then the other half is at the going rate, but it's like, okay, well, if, you know, if interest rates are at seven, well, okay, if I put 5% down, which isn't, you know, usually you got the private mortgage insurance and all that stuff. This is talking about not even having that. It's just this interest rate, but it's like, okay, well, I put 5% down and then I have one, which is half of it at 7%. The other half is at one and a half percent. And let's say for calculation's sake, let's make it even easier and say 2%. Well, you add the two together, so that's 9%, right? Seven plus two is nine. Divide that in half. You're paying basically four and a half percent interest rate on that entire land. Last I checked, that was kind of what the interest rate was a couple of years ago. I'm not, and it might've been, and it was even lower, but I'm just saying that like, there are ways that like you can actually make those kind of large purchases work for you as well. So like, if you're looking at this stuff, if you're interested in this stuff, reach out to some of these companies. They, they have great incentives for you to do this. 
I have not bought a piece of property yet like to expand because I was lucky enough to have my grandfather, you know, having the farm that he had and everything like that. But that's something where it's like we are looking at expanding at some point. It would be a great thing to do one of these. So like if you don't have the finances right now or, or you're looking for stuff, these things are out there. So search for them. You know, I, I, I hope that this kind of helps you give a direction on just like financial um, opportunities because I, I think it's one of those under – I didn't know anything about it until my buddy just kind of had told me, you know, one day just like, hey, do you need like a line of credit? Because it sounds like you're spending a lot of money. It's like, oh, yeah, of course. I, you know, I'd, I'd love to do that. You know, what what does that mean? And, you know, it really has opened up a lot of opportunities for us. Obviously, it is, you know, a little bit of a, it's not a, I wouldn't say financial burden, but it's like, you, know, you are paying a percentage on interest and it is costing me something, but you're able to spend money earlier to hopefully make that plus the interest percent plus whatever you're paying everybody else like over the top. So granted, like if you have plenty of money, great, don't do it. But like if you are needing some good boosts of money, it's a way that you can actually like get your business up and running much faster and also not spend all your money right away. Because again, having money in the bank is not a bad thing for the ability to like purchase something. Like for instance, we're looking at possibly like building a playground. Well, okay. Well, it, it would be really nice. I don't need to go get a, you know, a loan to grab a playground. You know, it's like okay. Well, if I if I want to spend five thousand dollars on a playground, you know, it's 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 nice to have money, but at the same time, like don't spend all your money. Otherwise, it's really hard. If there's any type of financial hardship, you're kind of screwed. So like, make sure like this is a great way to like also keep yourself safe. You know, what is like, what is peace of mind worth? Is it worth 6% interest, 7% interest. Well, if it is, great. If it's not, if you have plenty of money, you know, maybe this isn't the thing for you. But let me know um, if you have any questions on this stuff. We are always happy to hear from you, always happy to um, have anybody email us at grappling gardens or grapplinggardens at gmail.com. Again, we have our website, grapplinggardens.com, and that. You can find a lot of stuff about us there. I mean, we have a lot of, uh, you know, you can find out about our farm. And again, it's not like I'm an expert at all this stuff. I'm just letting you know, like my personal story on, or I guess my personal side of some of these items, because it seems like stuff that we didn't know until we were told. And I'm just hoping that everybody, you know, who can listen to our podcast can utilize this as they see it fit because it might fit into their business model. And, and I don't think people, um, not everybody has heard about this. So I hope this helps you in your everyday. And uh, I hope you guys have uh, some great and successful farm businesses if you're running them. Um, otherwise, if you're just enjoying listening to podcasts, I, I'm so happy that you're tuning in and listening to uh, my rant about finances. Um, but I hope you have a wonderful day. And have a wonderful early December. Um, This will release on, I believe it's on St. Nick's Day. So I hope you have a wonderful um, St. Nick's Day. And if St. Nick stopped by, um, hopefully he brought you something good. But otherwise, I'll see you guys next week. Again, we're we're tasting our pickled 
pumpkin. So we'll have some really cool stuff on that. We got four options for there. So it'll be kind of a little bit uh, of a fun teaser. So if anybody wants a jar of it, make sure to let me know because we are willing to uh, give you a jar. So please let me know. Um, Hope you guys have a wonderful day. Take care.